Welcome, everybody, with our next episode, Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. As you know, it's talking about serving our fellow people, our friends, our families, our clients, our prospects. Today, I have an incredible servant. I've had a nice meeting with him a few weeks ago, learned about how he cares about students and parents. We're going to get into that. But Phil, welcome to the show. Thank you, Steve, for having me, and you're doing some great work. Thank you. I appreciate that, Phil. Well, one thing I saw on your website as I learned about you was the word stress. Let's jump right into that. Yeah, so um, what I do is I'm an independent college and career coach, and uh, it's very stressful for, for being a teenager these days. And the pressure is on. The adults ask, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? Those are heavy-duty questions, and they're not prepared to answer those questions, nor are they guided to know what those responses are. They're not being trained, they're not being shown, they're not practicing in those events. And the I have a, a little story. Um, so I had two students that came to me within a week of each other and they both said that they wanted to be nurses. I, I called a, a doctor friend of mine, got them an opportunity to volunteer at a hospital to shadow a nurse. So I sent the email out to Olivia and Michael and within five minutes, Michael got back to me and said, thank you, Coach Phil. I'm applying right now. Olivia, a week and a half went by. I'm, uh, we have our next session. And there, there's her dad in front of the camera. And Olivia's behind him. And dad is doing all the talking. Dad is sharing with me, Olivia no longer wants to be a nurse. So she shared with her parents I give her a lot of credit. She shared the truth. The truth was all her friends figured out what they wanted to do. She did not. So she leaned towards the nursing component because they're cherished and they're admirable. And it was something that she's seen before so she could talk to it. So the door opened for Olivia and she didn't go through it. But it was a, a, a meaningful and impactful time for dad and, and daughter to know that this is not easy for a teenager. And so this is, I, I save them an incredible amount of time and money because she could have done what a lot of other students do. They just fall into something, they say something once, they can't change their mind, and it's something they're gonna pursue until they don't want to pursue it anymore or they'll continue. And they may not be happy with what the choices that they made because they didn't have the opportunities and the support system that they really needed to do this right and make a great decision. A great story, both of those, and that's that's what you do. Interesting that you you really work with parents. That's your first contact. Talk about that. Yeah, so the, the parents are generally more motivated than the students about this process, about the college and career preparation. So the, the, the parents are reaching out to me um, since I've been doing this since 2018. And uh, it's it's sometimes it's I just want my daughter and son to get into the best school possible. That's the you know some of the conversations, and some of it's I I, I I'm I'm trying to inspire my my child to get more engaged and involved in this process. I don't want to be the helicopter mom doing this all the time, because they see once they die once they start they see the overwhelming work that's required for yes. this activity to do it right. And if they've never done it before, it's even harder. So I'm here for the parents 
to support them. And what's really cool is that because there's so much work and so much effort, it is actually an opportunity to be a team, to work on this activity together. But it's based on the dynamics of the daughter or the son and the mother and the father. Do they want to work as a team? Do they want to personally talk about their personal interests or things they're unsure of? It's They're not experienced in this effort. We haven't prepared them to, to be open and honest and discuss the challenges that they have, the things they don't know, the things they do know. It's not easy for them. And so I provide this background information to parents so that they, they, they are aware of the current situation. And then they're sharing with me because I'm not an expert on their daughter or son. And so they're going to share with me their perspective of what's happening, what they're engaged in, what they're not interested in. And so it's, it's a process of, of helping them and create a, a support system for their daughter or son to help them in this process. Support is fantastic. I love that. Um, so the parents out there that are listening, why would, what would they run into the, and why would they reach out to you so they get a picture of what you do? Yeah, so uh, parents, if if you know and understand the roadmap for career exploration, wonderful. You are very unique. But most parents, they did this on their own. There was no support system. Society says you figure it out. It's too big. It's too wide. We have no idea what your interest is and what motivates you. So you figure it out. And then I've got parents, you know, they'll go to college. They'll figure it out. Well, that figuring out perspective College's goal is not to help your son or daughter figure it out. So there's no support system there. And so they're going on a wing and a prayer. And what's what's the difference between high school and college? A, a couple of years. And now they're maybe talking to friends that are in majors who could influence them tremendously. But it may not be the right fit for them. So what they really need is the roadmap of career exploration and college planning starting in ninth grade because four years is better than a half a year planning. And this is one of the keys that Americans aren't good at. We're not good at planning. Now let's say, are we great at planning our kids' future and helping them and providing them the tools and the skills necessary? Not a chance, not a chance. We had homeschooling in 2020 when the pandemic. Hey, parents, were you ready for that? Did you have a plan for educating your son or daughter if they couldn't go to school? No, we were ill-prepared for that activity. And then our colors shown to say, oh my goodness, I can't teach my child. And or we already knew this, but I don't have a plan. So wouldn't it be wonderful if the parent were to touch base with me, and they don't have to work with me, but the knowledge that I have to share with them, the strategies that I have for them, I can support and service them alone and provide them the guidance. And what's interesting is when I'm doing teamwork with parents and students, the parents get it quickly. They're experienced, they know, but the student, they need those rocks across the river to go one step at a time. The parents are already across the river. The student hasn't gotten there yet. So I'm sharing this detail with them 
so that they can get across the river, so they can do it themselves as well and help themselves, as opposed to we just got them to the other side of the river and they have no idea how they got here. And they can't repeat that. And that's what we need them to do is repeat the cycle of college and career planning early. And then it's really career planning because college is a career related decision. So college is just a piece of the puzzle to help them accomplish that goal of what they aspire to do and what makes sense. That's awesome. I love that information. Um, so where's the support from the high school? So if you look at the high school model, what is their objective? Is their objective to help every student identify their passion and their purpose? So Mark Twain said, there's two best days of your life, the day you're born and the day you figure out your purpose. Well, the high school is not following that lead. They do not treat every student as an individual to understand their goals and objectives to accomplish. And so what does it do? They have this cookie cutter approach where the guidance counselor will, will meet with them twice, three times a year, possibly. That, I mean, just, just think about that. Your son or daughter has gone through eight or nine months of history, eight or nine months of chemistry, eight or nine months of every subject, sometimes 12 years of English. But let's just give them three hours with a guidance counselor and all will be well. It is just a huge assumption. And you know, no matter how much the guidance counselor could do in those three hours, it's not feasible for them to provide the necessary skills and tools that they need to navigate this process. And it's mostly about get them applying to college. So that's the, the goal of the, the goal of the high school is get these kids high school diplomas. Does a high school diploma have anything to do with individual goals? Well, it's just a step. And so, okay, thank you very much, high school. You're, you're getting us to that 12th grade to, to finish high school with a diploma. This, the second piece is, and I just lost my thought, um, was the, uh, oh, so it, it's the high school diploma and it's the list. This is the high school's agenda. It's the list of colleges that all the students got into so they can be proud and exceptional to say, hey, look at how great our high school is. We got these students all in these colleges and now they're done. Good luck. Here's your graduation diploma. Congratulations. And there is no metrics after that for the school to see how well did they prepare them for life? How well did they prepare them for college? How well did they prepare them for careers? That's not their scope. Parents, open your eyes and look at the, all the life skills that are not covered in high school. You cannot assume that all the education will happen in the high school. There's over a hundred life skills that are needed. There's actually 25 skills that are needed for this career decision in 12th grade. What are you gonna do afterwards? That's not covered in high school. Parents, we're doing a disservice to our loved ones and not helping them prepare for this decision. 
it's a complicated subject. I know I've talked, I'm not a parent myself, but I've talked to other parents. That's why I was excited to have you on. Hey, do you ever work with the guidance counselors at the schools? So I, I do have some relationships okay. with the guidance counselors. They're overwhelmed and busy, right? If you've got 400 students, who's got time to talk to a college and career coach who may be able to help them? But the, the, the conflict is they, they can't promote a business. I mean, the high schools, their goal is not to surround each student with mm. mentors. That's not their goal. So whose goal is it? It falls back on the shoulders of parents and the students themselves. It's their life. It's their choices. It's their decision. And I'm letting you know that right now, here's the data. 42% of students who go to college will not graduate within six years with a degree. Eight million students. And how much how much coverage does this get? Isn't that sad? Shouldn't that be one of the most important things for our youth? How successful they are or how difficult it is? We're not setting them up. The leaders are not covering this. So it's up to us as a community to make this difference, get the word out and help them with the model that they need to be aware of, right? They're gonna make their choices. They're gonna make the decisions. But if you don't know what you don't know, which is there's a better way. And this is what I'm opening the eyes to because there's absolutely a better way. You just have to surround yourself with adults who care about your kids. And that is the difference. And it's a great point about uh, about enough time. You're right, 400 students, three counselors. There's no way they can do the thorough, thorough, thorough. And then they go to the teacher and they're busy. Hey, their favorite teacher can try to help them, but either they don't have the knowledge or they don't have the time. They'll help um, a little bit, but you take it so deep and you answer those big questions. I want to switch modes here because I'm excited to learn about your nonprofit. Tell us a little bit about your nonprofit you have. Thank you very much. So, Steve, we, so because I'm in this, um, in the business of, of supporting students and, and parents, I, I recognize I'm not a subject matter expert in everything. So I'm not in denial. I can't help them in everything that they need. And I'm seeing how much support that they really need. They're struggling with anxiety. They're struggling with stress. They Right? We, as parents... We're ill-prepared for a pandemic. And they they were secluded in their screens. We, I just saw a statistic. It's so scary. I mean, this is scary. 90%, 90% of teenagers are sleep-deprived. And when I walked into a high school recently, I did five periods to share with them college and career advice. And the high school opened it up. And four of the periods, it was like 75% of the students were lying on the desk. They couldn't keep their eyes open. Wow. It's the saddest thing. And, and if the parents don't see this environment, if they don't see the culture, they assume the best. Or they just hear from the kids, how was school? It's okay. Right? It's, it's fine. Anything? You learn anything? Yeah. So it's really... They're 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 not ready for these communicate like communicating openly because they're they're 
they're not preparing them to say, okay, listen, I, for the next day, let's have this as a goal. I'd like for you to take two bullets, just two bullets. I'd like for you to share at the kitchen table what you learned. And then we'll maybe go to three bullets. Because you have to share with your son or daughter that you're interested in what they learned because you don't know it all. And maybe something that they can share. And if they're challenged to say, listen, I'd love for you to stump me. Can you stump me? Like make it a game and then incentivize them. Right? It's a job. Give yeah. them that job. And now this particular tactic, and there's hundreds of different strategies to get your daughter or son engaged in this mm. opportunity because you're losing every day, you're losing another opportunity. You're making decisions on how to be a parent. And so this is this is it's just hearing from other parent coaches. And so I'm not an expert in everything. I know that they need help. So I've surrounded myself with other professionals who care deeply as much as I do about their clients and about the youth movement that they need to make a difference in their lives. And so I'm surrounding myself with supportive professionals who love what they do and they care about kids. So what I'm sharing with the kids is, this is the model for you. Surround yourself with caring professionals who want to support you and need you so that you can have, you can be better prepared for life because that's the culture environment that you need, which is not happening in school. And, and, and just this one component, imagine if there's the ninth grade, uh, you know, the, you're the principal and you're welcoming all the parents and the students to, to orientation and say, I want you to have one goal. Your goal is to figure out your purpose and help and support everyone in that goal. So you're all going to be there for each other. You're going to act as a team and you're going to care about each other. You're going to respect each other because you're all in the same boat. And now you've just changed the culture in that one moment. And then can they create a supportive environment where that culture is real? And what happens if you're in math class and 75% of the students could care about care less about math? That's not a great culture environment. But if you challenge them to say, listen, these 25% of the students, they really want to be here. They want to, they, they really are excited yeah. about this subject. So what can you do, 75%, to support them? Well, not to be disruptive. Perhaps be engaged to help them in a mm -hmm. better environment. So it just keeps going. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I could keep oh. going. <laughs> no, no, it's great. What's the name of the nonprofit and what's the website for that? So it, it's helpopedia.org. Help, I-P-E-D-I-A, helpopedia.org. So it's a combination of getting the help you need, parents and youth and the communities around the world. You know your stuff. And I, I think this is fantastic because I think that's one of the first big decisions for a kid is what college or do they go to college? And that's what you do. It's the fur you help them along that first decision. Next, of course, is get a job and then in life. But I, I like what you're doing here a lot, but you've learned some things over the years. What books have you read that really helped you through your journey? So there's this, um, there's this book called strategic learning. 
And it's by William Peterson. And I actually had the opportunity to meet uh, William Peterson. And it is extraordinarily about improving organizations. And so I apply the same skill set and openness that he has because there's this thing called brutal truth. If we're all in an organization, if we're all on a team, we're are we open to communicate some of the challenges that we see to improve the team, to improve the organization and get those perspectives. Those perspectives are not always going to be right, yes. but they're going to have conversations to discuss that perspective. And are we all on the same team? Do we respect the, the opinions of others? Do we respect the data that is also supported to show us what reality is? And this is something that really resonates with me because it's about caring about the goals of the team or the organization and to get better. And I'm all about continuous improvement. We all can personally grow and develop and there's so much opportunity, but if we're not open-minded, if we're not thick-skinned and encouraging, can you please share with me, how can I be better? How can I get better? And this is, and, and imagine if this is the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, wow, what a great place we'd uh, oh, be. We, we don't, <laughs> we, we'd all be so happy. Let's do a shout out. How can, I'm sure there's parents out there who want to reach out to you. How can they find you and how can they connect with you? So uh, my email is P-H-I-L, Phil, at planning, the word and, vision.com. And or they could contact my uh, website and there's a uh, contact information there. There's book an appointment there at planningandvision.com, all one word. Uh, and it's three words in the one word. <laughs> and this information will be in the show notes, but I want to shout it out because I'm sure there's parents on here that I'm going to share with some parents as well, what you're doing, because I think it's critical and you're passionate about it and you're serving parents. And that's why I wanted you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Phil, for being here. We're right out of time. We could probably talk all day about school, parents, and all this, and education, but we'll have you come back and do another part two. But let's leave the audience with some advice. You left a lot of advice here for parents throughout this show, but what's one piece of advice that's helped you through your journey that may help them through theirs? So um, I think what we really need today, and I think what your kids need today, is the love and support and the open communication with them, even if they're not ready for those heavy-duty, awkward conversations with them. But if you have relatives that really love your kids, they really can be exceptional mentors to them. Uh, if you have that opportunity, the more the, the, the child is supported by adults, the better prepared they are for life. If they're only surrounding themselves with the digital cell phone and their friends, it's a disservice to them. It really takes a community to help them. And so I leave it, I leave that with you. 